Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday. We're in the 14th week since Pentecost, and today we continue our reading of Mark's Gospel in Mark chapter 11. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 11th chapter, beginning this morning at verse 20. In the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. Then Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed is withered. Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. Truly I tell you, if you say to this mountain, Be taken up and thrown into the sea, and if you do not doubt in your heart, but believe that what you say will come to pass, it will be done for you. So I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Whenever you stand praying, forgive, if you have anything against anyone so that your Father in heaven may also forgive you of your trespasses. The word of the Lord. The fig tree has withered. Jesus cursed the tree that morning, and now it has withered to its roots. Just as we wondered why Jesus cursed the fig tree in the first place, we are now left wondering what the withering tree has to do with faith. At first blush, this all looks like some kind of strange magic. An angry Jesus curses a tree that doesn't have fruit for him to eat. He curses it, and it withers. And now he tells his disciples that if they believe and do not doubt, they can move that mountain into the sea. But why? Why would a disciple even want to move a mountain into a sea? I wonder if we have now reached the point where we have wrapped up an entire set of symbolic actions that are speaking a powerful word about Jerusalem, the temple and its leadership. The fig tree has been a prophetic and symbolic way of talking about God's people, a people who have been planted and established to bear fruit for the world. 
The temple itself has been established on this mountain to be a light to the nations, a beacon of God's light that draws the Gentiles into its outer courts where they learn God's ways and learn to live as God's people. And the King has come, the Messiah has come, to save the whole world from the power of sin and death, to take up his throne so that he may give life to the world. And in all of this, God is establishing his reign over all of the earth. Can you see it all happening now? Can you see it all coming together now? Do you believe that that is what is truly happening in Jesus? Then it is that faith that will see this temple mountain thrown into the sea because God has come to dwell in the midst of the earth. Because something greater than the temple has arrived. The kingdom of God has arrived in Jesus himself. All these symbols here at the beginning of Holy Week let us know that Jesus is not walking blindly or naively into the hands of the powers that be that are out plotting to kill him or crucify him. Instead, they are here arrayed as a word that lets us know that this is how God redeems the world and establishes his kingdom, by Jesus dying on the cross and rising again and ascending into heaven and sending the Holy Spirit to dwell in and among his disciples, who are then sent out into the whole world to proclaim the good news that the kingdom of our God has come. At the end of the day in Jerusalem, this first day of Holy Week, we already know that all these signs point to the fact that Jesus truly is the Son of God. It will take some time before the people in the story begin to realize what's going on. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, 
and for the communion of faith that we share in your holy church. For what else are we truly thankful? Merciful God, O might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially this morning we pray for all of those who have been affected by the rains and the floods of these past few days. We pray especially for those who have lost loved ones uh, in the storm, that you would bless them and comfort them, that you would come around close to them to support them and give them strength, that you would sustain and prop up their faith by seeing others come to their care and to their rescue. We pray for all those uh, who are picking up the pieces uh, after the storm, uh, that they might know that they are not alone, but you might rally your people uh, to help and to, to, to comfort and to bless. We pray for those who are governing the nations of the world. We pray for people that live in countries that are ravaged by strife or warfare, that you would bring about peace. And we pray your blessing on those who are working to bring about that peace. We pray for all who are working to strive this, striving, working and striving to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. And we pray for your church, for the church of Jesus Christ in every land, that it might live out the promise of the mission that you have given us. For who else and for what else do we pray this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.